Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. It's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Blocks sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. see you there and welcome to flame on i'm brian i am the uh i guess progenitor of this lovely mess that is flame on and i'm here to welcome you guys today for are you all today for 10 years it has been 10 years of flame on and i can't believe that i have spent a decade of my life talking to uh mostly a microphone and my friends but also now to a camera so welcome and if you are not familiar with flame on let me introduce you we are a bunch of gay or queer geeks, and we are always interested in discussing pop culture, trends, uh, news, we review pop culture. Uh, I host an interview series with queer and allied creators of pop culture and other products. So it's like we really try to give you guys a queer perspective on pop culture over the last 10 years. And we do have podcasts every other week, and I also do this show on Mondays. So uh, we hope you are enjoying this. We are going to introduce the rest of the cast here in a second. And if you have any questions for us, this is live, though it is being recorded. So if you have any questions, if you're watching live, please say hello in the chat. Ask us anything. We are here to talk about the last 10 years of our lives in pop culture and flame on. So we would love for your input, uh, and it would be uh, really helpful. So let's start this off. I'm going to introduce one of the original co-hosts uh, and co-creators of Flame On back when I first had this crazy idea 10 years ago. 
Uh, he has gone on to do amazing other things that I will let him talk about, but you probably are familiar with. Uh, it is the one and only Mr. Joshua Yale. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey, congratulations on 10 years of Flame On. It's exciting. And can you believe it? Because I can't. 10 years ago, we were at Gay Days and it was a whole thing. So uh, I want to talk about whole that. With, I want to talk a whole, a whole thing. I want to talk about that with the rest of the cast. So I'm going to, I'm going to burn through these, but, but I would be, uh, I would be, uh, it would be a detriment to this show to not introduce the driving force behind this show for most of those 10 years, which is not me, uh, my co-partner in crime and many things, uh, host of bears in the city, creator and owner of bears in the city and bear bust and many other things. Uh, it is Pat O'Rourke. Hello. What's up? It's Pat to bear. I went oh, from gosh. being the, the bearskin rug <laughs> to, uh, now taking over the title of the bear. That's right. <laughs> many Cub years bear. and many pounds have, uh, contributed to the bearness. <laughs> you did upgrade from cubby to bear over the last 10 years. I think that's fine. I have. Um, <laughs> another person, uh, also dear to me and my life, uh, and one of my, uh, co-creators of a, a podcast that actually preceded flame on called media mess not media meltdown media mess uh it is my brother jeff hello hi long time no talk guys how's it going <laughs> uh sitting in his man cave with his uh arcade uh, thing behind him looking really uh dapper with his papa what is that it's a jaws shirt right yeah Love oh, it. it's uh, so it's uh, the band Ghost. It's their little Ghost. movie poster ripoff shirt series where they took sh uh, Jaws and made a Papa shirt out of it. I love it. I love it. Another also co-podcaster that pre pre preceded this uh, of Media Mess, uh, my dear friend and curling husband, uh, Eric. Hello, Eric. Howdy. And uh, we are thrilled to have all of us here. I think we have another special. Well, we have a couple more coming. Uh, but as everyone you know loves to do, everyone likes to be fashionably late. Uh, so uh, we will maybe, let's see if uh, Jared and BJ join us. We are still, I don't know, holding out hope that some of our original Flame On uh, folks, uh, including Eric and Oral, might make an appearance. Maybe. We're kind of all fingers crossed. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Eric has been very quiet lately. I have not. Uh, I have not heard from him in a hot minute. Hmm. Oh, he, yeah. There's been stuff in his life, but I don't know. Well, well you uh, never know what'll happen. Um, uh, apparently, uh, one of our guests is backstage waiting for her introduction. Oh. Oh. Well. All right. All right. I will. I will. I will add. I will add her in. I did not see her pop in there. I think. She's doing um, a tip spot, ladies. Tip spot. One of my, uh, one of again. Oh, there! I just saw it. One of my, uh, another OG flame on, uh, dear friend and co-conspirator back ten years ago. It is Jared Guy Tunis. Hello, Mr. Jared. I can. Can you hear me? Oh, we yes. can hear you. Lovely. Beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. Oh my so God! It's the dulcet tones of Jared. <laughs> oh, there it is. Can you, put up, can you put up a Christopher Lee avatar or something? <laughs> Oh geez, um, give me yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. We'll take, take your time. And yes, BJ, as always, is running fashion be late. I know he will be joining us shortly. I think Josh, uh, uh, the other Josh, the later Josh, uh, <laughs> decided. Wait, there's he, another Josh. I, listen, there is another Josh. Listen, but there's never you were another never question. Josh on the show. So I mean, that's true. You were Joshua <laughs> AA and the question. So so we'll just start. Um, I I know we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of things that have happened in ten years. But I want to just start by going around and just talking about either maybe, I don't know, something that 
flame on has uh, you know helped you with or a memory of our show or something that came from our show what really whatever you like let's just start it out and we'll go back to the same order that we started with so i will turn this over to mr joshua yale yeah yeah i mean flame on was a real uh, it's a big pillar in my formation of of being a you know a gay geek who works in entertainment journalism now and yeah, I remember just, you know, when when as a gay person you get into any hobby really, there aren't often a lot of other gay people. So I was so grateful to you, Brian, that you welcomed me into this group of other gay people where we could just sit and talk about gay shit all day. <laughs> um, so I it was always a really fun time doing Flame On and I learned a lot. Um, it's probably the biggest thing being that you cannot walk into a Flame On podcast like unprepared. Well, that's not to say you can't just go off the cuff. Like I know I see some of your faces. Um, <laughs> or to say if you're gonna say I don't like this movie or I do like this comic, you have to come ready to like defend it, right? So it really sharpened my ability to like critically analyze things and like clap back. Yeah, you can't do like an hour, you know, sorry, what three hour long podcast with oral and not learn a thing or two. <laughs> Oh my God. Like so right. And I remember some of those early episodes, which I think Pat, didn't you like go back and find most of them and they're all up somewhere? Like maybe what was the old, uh, so <laughs> we were on SoundCloud at yeah. one point and I think, I think I have all of the episodes and I think, um, I don't think they're all up on like a cast right now. Mm. Um, just because with a uh, nerdy show moving different, uh, hosting platforms, it's gone from like the SoundCloud days to uh, oh god, there was something before Acast, but after SoundCloud, I can't remember what it is. At this point, I'm just lucky I remember which like login to I need it. to use yeah, and when no, right. post it. But they are all there, and if uh, because I know it is difficult to find some of the uh, early early ones. I had a dig for the initial episode. I forget why it came up, and I think you, I think you were talking, Brian, about. Um, doing the whole gay days thing and talking to the the wet lube guy and like how that was the first episode of Flame On and we were talking about it and I did I, I dug for it it took me a minute to find it uh, and I found the the nerdy show post where that episode went live and I saw that it was June first and um, of 2011 and this was like two months ago when it came up and I was like oh my god the show is turning ten on June first we need to do something to celebrate. And we had grand ideas of like doing a video montage and like have everybody send videos and posting that on, on our, our 10th anniversary and uh, life post lockdown still current pandemic uh, has been kind of wonky for all of us and crazy and hectic. So we weren't able to do that, but I, this was one of the things we talked about. We're like, okay, it's been a year since we did our last like uh, house party we need to get everybody back together, get the band back together as much as possible and and talk to each other and talk to everybody out there. So I, I'm, I'm excited to to do this. And again, so this will actually, this is being streamed live right now. So if you're watching, I know Shipwreck is out there and, and posting uh, uh, comments. So thank you for joining us. And this will also be the audio episode that was supposed to go out yesterday uh, as opposed to when, you know, like from where we're, we're recording. But um I did not let I did not have that train run on time because I knew it was going to be slightly delayed. So it's it's understandable, and uh, I think but this uh, one's really, special. This is special. special. 
I want to share some of uh, Shipwrecker from Matt's comments here. He's got all these great little emojis that I can't even heart and trans heart. And uh, my dear friend, our dear friend Aphasia, her hype, uh, her hype symbol. Uh, yeah. And, and Matt's been around for a, a decent amount of this uh, and, and somewhat through the comic book bears podcast as well that he used to be a part of. Uh, but we really thank you for the happy 10 year anniversary, full year, a full decade of celebrating LGBTQ2SIA+. Wow, that is a mouthful that I have never seen or said out loud. That is great. Uh, content creators and stories. Ooh, I love it. So, and yes, b- the sibling b- before, cameo. Before we carry on, just in his honor. <laughs> a little applause for you there. Wait, so, and then uh, followed by... <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Pat hosts a game night on Twitch on Wednesday nights at, uh, I know it's at 7 o'clock uh, Pacific. So what is that? Uh, for, uh, 9, p.m., 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. For right now, it will eventually, once I start my new job in July, I won't be working until 8 o'clock and then have a 40-minute drive home. So it'll be it'll be shifting again. But right now, it is, uh, it's late night uh, <laughs> game night on Wednesday nights. Um, but uh, we'll we'll come back. I want to talk more about the dry guy, uh, the the you dry, and the original like where where flame on kind of started. Um, but <laughs> since you're since you got the mic, talk about your your memory or whatever whatever part you want to talk about because I know oh, there's a million god. things, right? <laughs> oh my god, there's so much. I was thinking about it today because uh, you know a, a, as much as I've kind of taken over the reins of like hosting and all of that, I was like I wanted Brian for this 10th anniversary. Brian had to be the the driver for for this episode. But I was like, okay, here <laughs> he may be the driver, but here's some things we got to talk about. Um, but I was thinking back on the last 10 years of Flame On. I've been a part of it for eight or a little over eight, I think, was when I first was introduced and was part of it. Because I actually, I think, made my first appearance on the podcast before I was a part of the show. And that was at Gay Days, I think, two years after the uh, wet wet uh, lube conversation as part of the bear uh, uh, consortium bear market that they were having at the, uh, the double tree. But since then, honestly, like getting the chance to interview really amazing people, like, you know, some, uh, some RuPaul's drag race Queens, like detox has become uh, a friend and Trixie Mattel and uh, to be able to go to DragCon as media and as a press person and go and interview the UK cast in the press room, it felt like such a moment of accomplishment in that we actually are like a media outlet and that we are actually like, this is something that is real. And at that point it had been years of doing this. Um, but the, the friendships from the interviews and from reaching out and dealing with these people like Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another. The fact that like when I'm going to New York or like just randomly, I will just text her and be like, hey, what's going on? How you been? And, you know, like to, to have those conversations and build those relationships out of this podcast, out of what ostensibly it, it, from what we see is just us getting together at the house and putting some microphones up and bullshitting for a couple of hours. Like Josh said, you know, like we, we want to say an hour, but that never works out that way. But yeah. honestly, like doing the conventions, um, meeting the people and making the friendships from being that person who was doing all of the reaching out and booking like our, our special guests. That's probably the biggest takeaway for me from the last 
X number of years. Well, I think that's uh, scratching the very lightest surface, but I, I definitely agree that uh, those have been some amazing experiences and, and, and getting to talk to and meet people uh, is, has been such a joy. Uh, let's go down. Who, I don't even know. Who did I introduce next? Was it uh, Jeff? Oh, my God. My nephew, Henry, is making a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's you get, like, I have you no want to show him your shirt? On. Okay. Let's show him your shirt. <laughs> oh, come did through you Target that? Prime Collection. Yes. Right. Target Prime <laughs> Collection. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hi, um, Henry. So, oh my God, aside, he's looking so much like you, Jeff. Thank you. I still think he uh, looks a little bit more like mommy, but people keep saying he looks like me too. I see Melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, so- I see Melody and I see Melody in him, but he's definitely in the past few years has, has definitely taken on more of your features. If you have not started sweet tooth on Netflix yet, Jeff, have you started it? No, but I was actually just looking at a thing about it. It is creepy to me. And also kind of awesome that Henry looks a lot like the character or the actor who's playing sweet tooth. Well, let's see. Henry. I was like, Oh my God, it's Henry running around as ant- with antlers. And <laughs> let's see where was <laughs> red it was. So what I'm saying is you need to do a Halloween cosplay. As, as oh, as. okay. Yeah. I think, I think you could totally pull that off. All right. Hey, you, you want to go, you want to go watch your show? Actually, I oh, you don't like Octonauts anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. So I Jeff, will... yes. Why don't we talk about uh, Flame On? And if you wanted to, you know, talk touch back to Medium Mouse. You know. Oh no, trust me, that's a, that's an easy that's an easy <laughs> one because you see, um, from from the ashes of the Medium Mess podcast was born Flame On, like a phoenix, uh, or I guess more appropriately for the audience here, for a Goblin Queen. <laughs> um, Damn um, right, rising from the ashes. So uh, my brother and Eric and myself and even my, my wife, Mel, actually, were all hosts uh, at a different point uh, on the Media Mess podcast. And then one day, Brian said, I have this other podcast that I'm going to start doing. Uh, so, you know, you guys take over Media Mess and I'll just kind of pop in and out when I can. Um, as you can see, Henry is gearing up to play something on the arcade or just, you know, wiggle his feet. Um so yeah, so we ran with it for like a few more months and then just the magic of the production had just wasn't there like it like it was when Brian was steering the ship. So in other so, words, none of y'all wanted to learn how to do audio editing. Oh, I, I trust me, I still have audacity. I still have those skills. Those will never go away. Um, but uh, then I, I started listening to Flame On and and kind of saw what what Brian had left us for, <laughs> and and the step up in all qualities, including production, including uh, guests. I mean, what we didn't have guests, we just had people bantering for like two, maybe sometimes three hours. Um, and then yeah, like after well, how long was it before I finally said, "Look, can I can I please just sit in on the show?" Can you please just let me just sit on the floor? Because you already had Jacob for a, for a brief period. <laughs> yeah, we had a series of straight boys on the floor for some reason. It was mm-hmm. a really odd thing. I mean, after it was, it was derived from the Bearskin Rug, I believe. Uh, no, Pat, it was the other way around. The other way around? Oh, man. Yeah, um, yeah Jacob was your straight boy on the floor. And then he kind of had filtered off the show. And then I would be sitting in on the recordings. And I became the Bearskin Rug. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and then finally... I remember it was Thanksgiving of, I don't even know what year, but I just remember it was like a Thanksgiving thing because we were driving over to the west side of town to meet family for Thanksgiving. And Brian was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can be on the next episode. No big deal. 
like I hadn't been like persona non grata for some reason for like the year prior. So it's, it's, it's a weird thing for me in queer representation because when I did flame on, so media melt, media mess. Oh God, I do this the opposite way, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Media meltdown. It's a problem, but anyway, uh, flame on was always meant to be, I don't see queer representation in podcasts and there were queer podcasts at 10 years ago. There just weren't a lot. And not like there are today. Today, we are in a golden age of queer podcasts. But back then, there was Comic Book Queers. Uh, there was like an X-Gaze. I think they did a show. Um, there may have been one other one that I'm totally... Oh, oh, Best of the Universe, I think. That one. Anyway, there were like a few. But they weren't as prevalent. Anyway, so Flame On was meant to be queer representation. And so I had a weird thing for me in my brain about having anybody not queer on and so you had a a weird thing you had that's shocking information that you have weird eccentricities stop that (laughs) you don't no we're not divulging that no um but no it was weird and but over time i realized i'm like wait a minute that's stupid i'm being exclusionary why not have a straight at least one if not more straight voices and 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 honestly in retrospect i wish we had had queerer not that we're not queer enough but like more queer representation i really wish we had had you know, lesbians and trans individuals. I really would have liked to have had more diversity, but it just sort of is the way it is. As you evolve a show, you 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 bring in the people you know will show up. Honestly, that's what it is. You bring in the people you know will show up, like Joshua. Honestly, I'll I'll say this very very publicly, and 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 he knows this. I've told him this before. Joshua always was one of the ones who was so prepared and so ready to do the show that I felt like I had to rise to the occasion as a host to make sure I could be as prepared as he was. And it was never a shock to me that he would go on to do what he has done with IGN uh, because of that work ethic and because of that discipline that he had as a, as a show uh, host and as someone who would do reviews of comics before and all this other stuff. So, I mean, like that elevates it. So, you know, you find people, you know, will show up and do the work with whether it's queer straight or whatever. So uh, yeah, bringing you on Jeff was obviously sort of a thing I probably should have done a lot earlier, but you know, it, uh, it, yeah, it worked. Well, so, and I can, I can segue that into like saying what flame on meant to me that honestly, the, the topics that we talked about, like, I remember a million different things. I remember the, the, the confrontational review of the original guardians of the galaxy film with oral and about how, like, initially I hated that film. I thought it was so stupid and all the choices they made and, and oral was not going to have that nonsense. Um, and then to like the stuff where we had the podcast after the pride shooting, or the uh, the the, oh, pulse, the shooting. pulse shooting, yeah, yeah, and and just how like how that was a necessary thing for I think everybody just to talk out what had happened, and and myself having like minimal contact with anybody involved aside from the group on the show gave me that kind of perspective, um, and then the whole thing about showing up like that. A lot of times, especially through different parts of like what was going on in my life at the time, you know, professionally kind of trying to find my way and then like, going through a lot of like changes and, and growing on like my personal life, showing up for the podcast was kind of that stability where I knew I could show up and just talk with my friends and family about geeky stuff, which is what I've always loved to do. So that I think has always been a, a very happy part of my uh, last 10 years. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that, 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 that helped. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Jared because he was also one of the OG flame on cast. 
Brian, oh, can, I, yes. can I, 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 I didn't want to like flag you oh, down in the middle of uh, Jeff's. Um, I think we have another person in the green room yes. ready to come oh, on to the show as well. Let's do it. Let's do it. I will bring him on and then we will, we will throw this over to Jared. It is BJ. Hello. Speaking of being on time and showing up for podcast. <laughs> listen, listen, girl. Hi. You, you had to have that Wawa. What do you get? Like the sub there? What, no, what is no, no. So I went, uh, you know, you know, I went to Taco Bell. So I went to Taco Bell oh. and their power was out. So then I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go to the Jersey Mike's. Go to the Jersey Mike's. Their power is out. So I'm like, screw it. I'll go to Wawa. Go to Wawa. I'm in Wawa. Car wreck right at the intersection. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll go around. Well, that meant me going down to Lake Underhill up to Cimarron. And of course, it's Saturday in Florida. So nobody's nobody's at those of you not familiar with Orlando's topology. um, Those roads are horrible uh, many days of the week. So, yes. I mean, granted, I could have totally left at like noon instead of like the noon noon 50. (laughs) This is how you think. This is what you do next time. So we'll get to BJ in a minute because we're going to get everybody a shot. But Jared, I want you to talk because you are I mean, you have the best voice of all of us. You have the most dulcet, amazing uh, sounds that come out of your vocal cords, and you are the most talented visual artist among us as well. And oh, I would love you. to you to talk about, you know, flame on from your perspective and like what you what you got out of this crazy experiment and bizarre mess that we started. Well, well, um, I, I have to say, uh, I, I really appreciate just the time that you all devote to all of this, uh, for lack of a better term, media consumption. Um, I've I've devoted so much time to work as of late. And so I've, I've not been able to kind of experience that joy that comes from just turning off and, you know, just sitting and enjoying something. And, um, I'm, I'm unfortunately I'm still afflicted with this to this day, but, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, flame on is still going on. Oh, well, we miss you. I'm just going to say that. I know that a lot of the times, you were like, bitch, I don't, I don't watch this show or I don't yes, read this, yes. whatever. I have, I have very particular tastes. I know, but, <laughs> but you, but the, oh, Brian, the, the energy <laughs> that you brought to the podcast, like just even, it was just like such a quiet, like poise about you that mm. it just, it is still missed. So oh, we do miss you, Jared. I thank mean, you. I mean, I thought you were going to murder all of us. The first time I, you. I was like, I, I mean, was like, you're oh, not wrong. You're I mean, he's got a nice, he's got a nice still voice. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's very charismatic. And I'm like, me charismatic? I no. I don't, I don't trust charismatic white people anymore. That's just the way we live now. Um, But I I like how, I like how everybody's just like, we miss you. And I'm like, how many times have I run into you at the Chipotle near us? Like three times now? Yeah, about three times. But you know, that's, that's what in the course of two years. I think so. Whatever. I think about right. So I do. I've seen you in the last two years. Then again, I'm in another city. I got to hang out with Jared when he was here in Seattle about, oh gosh, what was that? Oh, that was me and Zan. Yeah. And Aww. it was lovely. It was yeah. so lovely because we got to go on a lovely little nature uh, nature walk. And this was like mid-pandemic. Well, actually, this is like early to mid-pandemic. Yeah, and yeah. so we were all very safe and very careful, but it was still lovely to see somebody since I had just moved here a few months prior that uh, you know, from from my from my past life in mm-hmm. Orlando. Uh, but I did want to show these. Uh, these are flyers that we actually made. God, I don't even remember when we made this. Um, uh, 
Go full God. screen, Brian. Oh, Go full oh, screen. Oh, all right, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Show them all. Full <laughs> the world. No. Jared, Jared is embarrassed by his uh, early uh, pre-evolved state. But th- let me tell you, <laughs> I, I won't go too crazy. These are really cool, and I'm so glad I have some of them because we did give out most of them at conventions for a while. And, I mean, the original logo that he also designed before oh, oh, uh, we uh-huh. did the revamp with Danny uh, Haas. Actually, uh, I, I think... Didn't I design that? Yes. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that's what I call yes. the, the bad logo. Ideas and tried to make it look like a, a, a an element block on the periodic yes. table of elements, yes. like the big F little O and the, the pride symbol in the corner. And Ricky um, was popular at the time. So, you know, that was like. I, but I will say, I don't know who did the redesign, but that is phenomenal. And I love it so much. So the that art was, of Danny Haas, if you're not a fan, awesome. you've probably seen seen his stuff he does the split two character uh, a lot of shows will have his his very characteristic anyway he's been i think he's been on the show right has he been on the show actually no Pat? we still have not what? gotten him on the show we still we have not gotten that. him on the show no nope. maybe i'll do a rainbow spotlight with him but he is Daddy's Orlando based and does <laughs> such amazing good stuff and it's at all the shows so if you go to a con go to artist alley look for danny haas with two a's tell him flame on sent you because he will love that and uh, yeah, he's great. But no, I do want to come back to this because these this was the original logo. I think there was maybe one a little earlier than this. I don't remember now. It's been so long. But this was a great logo. I do love it still. And I want to read to you what this was because these were like kind of ridiculous. Um, the front said, our gay geeky podcast will make you blank your blank. So it was a Mad Lib. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, look at that. You can't. Yeah, my camera doesn't autofocus. So wow. then on the back, we had Jared's art. And it said, we like our men like Conan, Thor, and Jon Snow. To give you any sense for when this came out. <laughs> so anyway, I, I really appreciate Jared has done some. Back back when we started, Jared would do the artwork for each episode. So for many, many episodes, we had a Jared Pope original. And he'll never want to have these shown ever again. But he, <laughs> he would do original art for every episode. I mean, this this went on for at least, I think, Jared, I don't know, two years maybe? I mean, it was a, it was yeah. a long run. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully, I you know, admittedly, these are not pieces you're proud of now. But I have some of the original pencils. And I they're, they're treasures to me. Oh. Um, but like, you know, hopefully that was part of your creative growth. And, you know, having that project helped. I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. we appreciated it i know i did because it was <laughs> brilliant and way more than i could certainly do uh you know throwing shit together but mm. um well anyway i really i love that you're still around and, and, and willing to come on because i know you've got a lot uh creatively that you're doing and uh and, and then if when you ever when you come back me. to seattle kill me <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so I want, to go to, I want to go on to Eric because Eric again has been there from so far back. Eric and I go back to like God the two, early two thousands, and he has been there for me for two podcasts now. Uh, he helped co-found the Orlando Curling Club with me. Uh, he is my wow. aforementioned curling husband because we used to be. I would say inseparable, though certainly in the last two years maybe less inseparable because <laughs> of life. Got uh, away and. Yeah, I mean, admit it. But listen, also, you're you're a bond spieler in COVID, which I sat there and went, oh, my God, no. <laughs> but no, Eric, tell me about your experience with Flame On. Tell me what it means to you. Whatever well, you want to does that, Before oh. he does that, you know what he has not been? A Twitch streamer. Eric, start your goddamn <laughs> channel. We keep promoting it. Just saying. <laughs> you want to go follow Someday. Jen Someday Eric. It'll happen. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underscore games. <laughs> That's Eric with a K. <laughs> I did the hard part. I set up the account. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Uh, but no, like way back in the media mess days, uh, uh, living with Brian at the time. Um, it was fun to just kind of sit in on the podcast and I never felt like I had as much to contribute because I didn't read as many comic books and all that. But um, my time away from that and then watching Flamon get started from a distance and just seeing um, the success of it was great. And finally, when um, I was invited back to podcasting. <laughs> um, it was nice to get back into the habit, um, of, um, like Spence said, you have to have a reason for your opinion. It's not just a simple, I like that movie or I didn't like that movie. You know, it helped me verbalize and gain more skills in, um, justifying my opinions and now it's just a great time with everybody spread out all over the country to be able to talk to my friends on a regular basis and that's what i like and oh that's my favorite part of it now oh so i know tear i appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that if you didn't so see by the way you should go and follow generic with a k gen eric game underscore games on Twitch, because you will be the first to know when he does his premiere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have a couple comments I want to go through, and then we're going to give Miss um, BJ all her due, because, you know, I know she's got something to uh, to share here. I've got uh, lots of opinions. So in addition to uh, a lovely our, our lovely friend, Matt, we also have one of the, I think, other than Rodolfo and maybe... Um, is it Luke? There's another early, early flame on follower who I, I've been I've corresponded with Daniel Contreras. I hope I said your name right. Who has now founded since flame on and was with us since year one. Oh my God. Uh, I love these OG flame on people. Uh, like he founded his own Facebook group about queer star Wars. And Daniel, you're going to have to remind me the name of it because I cannot remember, but every time I pop, it pops up in my feed, especially with Joshua and my connection to our dear friend, Drew uh, Leonin, who unfortunately passed away in the pulse shooting. And then we, you know, Joshua and then later other people tried to bring his light and memory up with either, you know, the Drew foundation or also putting Drew in star Wars, which was a whole thing, you know, we were championing and, and really just having queer representation in star Wars, but in honor of him, um, Queer Star Wars has always been an interesting sort of intersection of, of pop culture and queer culture that has always been lacking in the official community, but in the fan community is absolutely not lacking. Uh, so I really am thrilled that Daniel uh, is here and, uh, and has, has been a part of the show for so long. Um, also, dear friend Dave Abersole, who is so... I mean, he is doing such amazing work right now with Dash, which, by the way, if you go on Comixology, I don't know how long it goes on, there's a sale for queer comics. So a lot of our friends at Northwest Press, a lot of their comics are on sale. And uh, Dave's comic Dash is on sale as well. You can get the trade. Uh, uh, it is it is a steal. 
I hope I Daniel or uh, Dave. I hope you're getting the full uh, money you deserve for that, and it's not going <laughs> to undercut your proceeds. But it is it is a fantastic series, and we love it, and we love uh, we love Dave so much. Um, and and who, who doesn't like picking up trade during Pride Month? Oh my lord, <laughs> that is that is like that's a, what I'm here for. The elusive Pride trade that is yeah. <laughs> elusive, <laughs> elusive. Well, right now with COVID, at least for some of us in communities that actually think you haven't COVID been on real. Twitter. You haven't been on Twitter because uh, <laughs> throughout this entire pandemic. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So another, oh, 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 oh. And thank you. Daniel also clarified one of the earliest gay geek anything online was the Angry Puppy series from After Elton. Absolutely. Completely forgot about that. Uh, whatever your thoughts on After Elton and all the things that came of that. That's yes. Yeah. Thank you for that, uh, that history. And I was so, so excited. I love, I love this folks. I want to give them their credit. Uh, my dear friends at Media Meltdown, who I champion and try to uh, up their bandwidth as many times as I can because they are the most amazing queer uh, couple, uh, roommates, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, drag queen, drag performers in, in San Francisco, if not the world. And they do, they are, they are absolutely in the spirit of our, of our podcast, Flame On and, and the queer intersection with culture. And that is what uh, Media Meltdown does. And Piranha the co-host of that and does their does their own amazing live podcast live stream called cannon fodder on thursdays every mm, is it like i think it's twice a month uh if you have not been to media meltdown uh, i don't know how you haven't because we we share it all the goddamn time <laughs> but it is so worth it everything they do is gold please go check out our friends at media meltdown uh oh and then one more one more comment one more comment i swear we're gonna move on daniel yes Yes, we did keep calling you Rodolfo, I know. <laughs> I kept because on doing it. I kept you, on doing it. This is the thing. You guys go so far back that in our brains you've merged. But the thing is, I have met Rodolfo. I know he is a real person. Daniel, I have never met you. I, was saying, I Rodolfo, know you exist. We, didn't we run into Rodolfo together at TBRU? Yes, in Dallas, uh, yes. which I believe is where he lives. But yeah, Daniel, if you're ever in <laughs> Seattle or you're at a show that we're going to be at, please, we would love to meet you because you are one of our fiercest and longest term supporters. And we really appreciate everything you do. May the fierce be with you. If you're just listening, you're not seeing our, or the comments that is on Facebook. Go look them up. It is a great queer star Wars group. Uh, I really, really am proud of him for starting it. Hopefully I get your pronouns, right? Uh, thank you for being a part of flame on. I really appreciate it. And we appreciate all your, all of our fans who don't talk, who don't talk ever. Who never tell us they're listening until we find you on growler and you go, Oh, I know you from flame on. And you're like, <laughs> what? You listen like it's always a sort of a magical moment when we encounter a flame on listener in the world because we don't hear from most of you, honestly. So it's happened to me on Growler a couple of times. And then uh, Terry Bloss, who (laughs) was on uh, the Rainbow Spotlight not a a few months ago uh, when I went to DragCon New York the first year they had, I think it's 2017. I ran into Terry at his booth and I was like, oh, my God, we do a Game Geeky podcast. We'd love to have you on. And he's like, oh, Flame On, I listen to you guys while I'm drawing. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's always so good. It's such it's such a little it, like boost. You think that you're going to be annoying. I know because I've done this too with other people I've met. You think you're going to be annoying by saying, oh, my God, I love you. Thank you for doing the show. I never get tired of hearing that. So please don't ever feel like you're annoying at all, ever. Uh, you, you are more than welcome. Yes. Yes. We need the beast. We need the validation. Even though I am 45, almost, almost 45 years old, I still am a millennial at heart. I need the validation. I need the fucking trophy. 
Um, all right, BJ, I know you have been you have been very patiently waiting, and I know you are you are oh. of I think all of us, you're the most you're the most recent addition, right? I think I don't remember if Eric was brought on or you I don't remember mm-hmm. who came first. I pretty sure Eric I mean Eric was there at the recordings, like he was always there, and I think it was before like so there was like a weird time where I uh, who 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 do I keep getting because uh, I thought Eric had a brother that I would always see him with at P House was it Robert? Uh, Robert. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So, so so first I met Eric at Barioke, and I for the longest time I thought that was his brother. And I can't remember what night it was. It was some night where people weren't wearing shirts and y'all were like like leaning on each other. And I was like, I've seen this video on the internet and I'm pretty sure this isn't supposed to happen in Florida. Girl, you're not even half wrong about that. I was trying to bring out the shade fan and I don't have one. So we're going to have to go with the bear. No, but you got the bear bus fan. So yeah. But but no, I'm I'm just going to say we were there at the same time, but I'm pretty sure Eric was like, hiding in the shadows before I came on the show. But originally, uh, Brian had the, um, uh, the was it the Gay and Geeky Orlando Facebook group? Well, so yeah, let's talk, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that if we want, but there is a gay, <laughs> there is a gay geek Orlando group that um, our, fir- our dear friend Zach actually now maintains. Oh, yeah. there, was, there was a group of us that, that, yeah, yeah, we brought people in and yeah. Yeah, and so and so Brian, uh, Brian, uh, the fool that he is, gave me uh, like admin access to post more videos and stuff on it. Um, <laughs> and I was, apparently I impressed him, or either that or he was that desperate for cast members at the time, because um, uh, he asked me uh, to just be on the show. And at the time, I think yeah, we were just doing it once a month. Uh, we had kind of like it was almost set up like a news docket. I don't think I had ever met you, Joshua. They would always talk about you, but I was like, "Who? Who are they talking about?" I would just all I would good act, things, I'm sure. I would <laughs> act. <laughs> um, it was mostly oral, oral, oral cursing your name for not taking him with you. Um, there, but but oral did the same thing to Jared and Jeff and literally everybody else. So <laughs> that sounds about um, right from oral. Okay, <laughs> and I don't. And 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 so he brought me on. Uh, I'd known Pat for years. Uh, ever since uh, we we just we had met in my roommate's living room and sat there in silence for like the whole time I was playing Bayonetta. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know who this is. I was like, is this is this is this a trick? Is this? Because I, I was fresh out of college and I was like, I, I don't know how to interact with people. Um, <laughs> And then uh, I remember meeting Jeff at like I think it's like my third or fourth recording, um, and it was Sounds funny. Right. It was hilarious because I didn't realize until you and Brian interacted. I was like, I was like, who is this dude? And then I was like, oh, they're brothers. Okay. <laughs> I was, it there was, are some was, though complete opposite. Like I, some people have come up to me have never met me before, but only know Brian. Go, are you Brian's brother? Like what the fuck? <laughs> kind of six sense bullshit is this? <laughs> and then there's my favorite. There's my favorite moment of all when I first met Brian at uh, Barioke, which Pat was hosting at the time, and I was like, "Who is this guy that looks like my friend Mike?" Like, <laughs> I was like, and I, and I don't even remember when we actually started like talking, talking, but like I remember we would interact sometimes at. Um, at uh, Barioke and everything. 
And then I don't even th- I don't even think you ever even mentioned you had a podcast either. Like that was just one of those things where I'm the worst at talking <laughs> about my own podcast. Quite was, honestly, where I, an- I will say this: the flame on problem has always been we are not good at promoting ourselves. We are great at promoting everybody else that we ever interact with, including our dear friends, but we do not ever promote ourselves. It is a weird <laughs> blind spot for all of us. But uh, but no, Pat had mentioned it. Uh, I think you had mentioned it at Barioki, where where you kind of advertised it a little bit, uh, much to the chagrin of Oral, because Oral would be there and you'd be like, Oral, aren't we in a podcast together? And I was like, <laughs> um, and it was funny because you, you'd asked me to be on, and I remember I found it on like SoundCloud at the time. This is like post. This is like pre Spotify. Um, so I remember I had queued up like three episodes to listen to, and then I just didn't. And then I just showed up acting like, like I I know what I'm doing. Sure, I know about things. Um, and from there it was like a wild ride because like with Pat acting as producer, we had tried all these different things. Um, and like the uh, my favorite was the loaded loaded dice, where all of us played it like a quick D and D campaign. But none, like other than Brian and me, nobody else had played D and D. No, that was my first time. That was your first time too. So I was like, and I'm sitting there like I'm gonna get drunk, and then everybody's like, we don't know how to play, and I was like, I'm gonna try not to get drunk so everybody could figure we out. Got, <laughs> we got so drunk, isn't that right after? Didn't we do the other episode where <laughs> I got? We no, we did that. that was, it was a separate one because we did a we did a live that was aired live to YouTube. It's yeah. horrible audio. I don't think like there, there was still like in the early days of us trying to do any type of streaming. Uh, but that does live on the YouTube channel as well. <laughs> Loaded was- Dice was a fantastic idea that our friend John Hex Carter, I don't think ever got enough due for, but it's basically like pint glasses, shot glasses, uh, highball glasses with like gradations. And it yeah. was your roll. So you would chug until you got to your roll and that was the number that you, you would have otherwise rolled with the dice oh, this and we did this brief campaign i think jared was there and bj and myself and pat and uh I don't oral, was oral. There. oral was there yeah. and and yeah we got like i know i was wrecked because i was trying to chug a high roll and it was not a good idea to use liquor you don't remember this because i am a seasoned D player yeah, well, so, no, I don't think I don't think Jared was there. Jared wasn't there, but let's talk about another thing real quick. Forty gay. Oh, there it is. There yes. it is. I've got nice. some still somewhere. Nice. So forty gay is a thing that Jared proposed years and years yes, and yes, years ago. Like and many was, projects, I never followed up on it. It's all right, <laughs> but, but you know what? I still have Jared. I still have our. I believe I got to find it. Our dialogue our, our duet, that you and yes, I. Yes. We like did a little mini role play thing, and it Where was like I voiced Garrison Keeler too as as the uh, uh, the DM. It was. It, <laughs> if well, you never I'm glad heard... that it didn't come through because now he's canceled, and yeah, <laughs> all of that from our from our history. Yeah, it but no, happens. I I really forty gay is certainly something that I mean. We had Joshua who is going to be this sex robot. That got fucked sentient. <laughs> you're you're he you're never, shaking he your head this, here, he but realized. I know we talked about this. Where, what is this? Excuse Wasn't this a me? Quibi show? Isn't this a Quibi show? 
<laughs> yes, it, pre- it premiered and then exited. Uh, Quibi. Just as Quibi. Just like Quibi, Quibi. Yeah. It never went past the planning stages, but 40 Gay is a legend that someday, God, I hope somebody revives. It was based on, uh, was it 40? Was it the, what's uh, the Warhammer 40K? Yes. Warhammer 40K. Yes. Yeah. So someday oh, it'll come back. I anyone remember, wants I to start a D&D it. campaign? Because, you know, I have friends. In fact, I have one here down in Tacoma that does Break the Table. And it's a it's a streaming you know there's lots of this streaming D and D campaign, um and it'd be fun. I I'm saying now, well I'd say now, but now everybody's going back into the real world. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it'd be fun to yeah. do if we want to keep the stream uh you know fresh. Uh, you know so. it's 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 always always a fantasy to just go into like a hyper masculine dystopian future and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you just mean the future, right? That's yeah, yeah, the, 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 the current, the present, right? Yeah, yeah. we're we're slowly moving into the Handmaid's Tale. So, oh, so uh, I don't All right, know. Well, b- yes. before we before we continue on, it's time for a live ad break. <laughs> uh, because unlike other podcasts, we do all of our uh, ad breaks live, and I usually fuck up something during the re- during my uh, reading of our ad break. Uh, so, for those of you watching on the live stream, if you've ever watched, like, I don't think we've ever actually done a live like ad break no. when we've done a live stream before we just kind of go through and then I will insert just where the, the ad break would be if there is an ad in the middle of our, our show. But because it is the celebration of 10 years of flame on, we're going to do this live. And um, I and the rest of the crew here would like to thank you all for watching this episode. If you're watching it live, or if you're going back and you're watching it on YouTube or uh, Twitch, if it's within the time that it's up still on the stream, but uh, if you would like to help support Flame On, there are a variety of ways you can do that. The first is by going to our website. I'm not calling it our brand new website anymore. It's been a few months. So that's it's not brand new anymore. But it's our uh, newly uh, improved website. And that is at flameonshow.com. It has all the ways that you can follow along with us, either by watching us on Twitch, even if uh, you just subscribe to Eric's channel and it never does anything, uh, like me. And uh, uh, BJ's channel is there as well. Brian's channel is there. You can watch all of our Rainbow Spotlights on Monday night when he does those live on Twitch. It also has her YouTube channel. It has our Rainbow Spotlight uh, series. There's a video playlist right on the website, so you can watch them without ever having to leave the website. It also has where you can listen to us on all of the different podcast platforms as well as uh, our Linktree and our Threadless shop. You can buy cool Flame On swag. If only we had Flame On swag on us while <laughs> during this uh, live stream. Right? Uh, Ooh, but wait, hey. wait. Oh, wait. Ah. Oh. Yes, holographic stickers! I still, uh. I, still, I still owe a few people. I, I was going to say, because I don't have a holographic <laughs> sticker, motherfuckers. I think I have a... <laughs> I have I Joshua, Pat, Jeff. I have an OG uh, Flame On sticker on my laptop. I'm not going to, if I move my laptop, I'll probably fuck ass. up my entire thing. So I'm not going to do that. But I have an OG Flame On sticker. Um, I need an eye patch now of this. Like, absolutely. <laughs> I must. Hyper masculine dystopian future. <laughs> Flame On eye patches with spikes. <laughs> but they're sparkly. So it's. Little Sparkly less hyper masculine. We're, we're like overlords, and that's how that's our identifier. Is somewhere on our body, there's a flame on patch. We have real depth <laughs> perception problems, but we're the overlords. Yes, I mean, you know, it happens. Those who can't overlord, it's good. 
So there is Playmon swag. There are shirts, there are uh, masks, there are phone covers. And I think there's even like uh, a shower curtain. I think just for fun, I, I probably did that one. But there's a whole bunch of swag on our uh, Threadless shop. And uh, another way that you can help support us is by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash flame on show. Brian's typing in these these links as, as quickly as he can as we go. <laughs> but what we have been talking about forever, I know it's been a couple of months, um, but I told you that they were gonna be they were gonna be here in time for Pride Month, and they are. We have new tiers that we have announced that are up on uh, that are now live on our Patreon site. We are gonna be retiring our original four tiers. Those tiers will be uh, inactive July, August, on September 1st. So if you're a current patron uh, and you have not chosen a new pledge level, then you will just go to an inactive status. Uh, you'll still be, you'll still have access to some of the stuff there, but you won't be assigned to a tier, so you won't get any new, uh, any of the new stuff, the new uh, hot the things that are benefits and swags and thingamabobbies in the new levels until you choose a new level. I do want to give a shout out to, um, to da- uh, Dak, Zach Deer. <laughs> He's now Dak. Uh, he has chosen uh, a new level. He has uh, upgraded. And uh, I believe I'm going to get, I'm so mad now because it's either Rodolfo. I think it's Rodolfo, not Daniel. <laughs> I don't think Rodolfo's real. I don't think that's a real person. I think we have pictures I, with him. I he think, took I, selfies with Rodolfo. He is I real. don't believe it. I feel like it's some sort of like parasite that's that's like living in your minds. And the moment we start to talk about him as like a real person, so is this is among us affected. now. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Rodolfo is sus. He's very very <laughs> sus. Uh, <laughs> were you in the engine room, Rodolfo? I don't think oh. you were. I saw I saw Rodolfo <laughs> vent. I saw him vent. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm trying to see if I can see it real quick. Uh, well, yes, Rodolfo. Rodolfo and Zach have both um, chosen new tiers. So they are now set up with some of our new uh, Patreon tiers. So what we're going to do is, uh, as part of our, like, this is where the future is going with Flame On, this is what we're going to do. We are going to do a little reading of our levels. And I'm going to kick it off. BJ, do you have the, the document up? You didn't give me access. Girl, Which, let me start. I man. did. <laughs> yeah, Wait, do you I, want I, BJ I to read the first access. one? I, I, I clicked on the link and it says no I, access. I know, but then I gave you access. Oh, now, now it does. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping up with my phone. If people are watching along, what, they're what, like, why what is Pat not, not watching? You come to the podcast prepared. <laughs> Did, was that a thing? Did, was that oh, a- yeah, because you weren't here when we started. You were <laughs> oh, my God. Long. Tears for queers. You that is come to Daniel. The podcast that on is time. That's fucking golden, Daniel. Golden. All right, BJ, hit us with our first tier. Uh, the sad, sad tier of a clown. Uh, this tier... Um, with the name inspired by our honorary guest host, Ginger Minge, you'll be helping support Flame On, and that tier is one happy tier, as we are thankful for your patronage and continued support. Uh, and with that one, you get a social media shout-out uh, and our undying love. 
and and it's truly undying. There's there's no way to kill it. I mean, maybe you can cut we off are its the head, undead but... and undying. And oh no, we're yeah. we're deadites. I I deadites are vastly superior. So our undying love is a deadite infection. So enjoy. Yeah. And with it, with with any of these tiers, if you want us to tag you on social media, make sure that you let us know what your Instagram or Twitter handle is, and that way, when we post it to our social media, we'll be sure to tag you to show our support and maybe send uh, some extra love your way on social media. Eric, do you want to do you want to take uh, our that was our so that's our one dollar level. We have our four dollar level. You want to take it away? Sure. Uh, the next level is the Fantastic Four. Uh, we'd be nowhere without our fans. And because of that, we wanted to build a level with perks and bonuses that any fan would love. Welcome to the Fantastic Four. For your support, you'll receive these benefits. A social media shout out. Be celebrated on our social media platforms. Uh, an on-air shout out during our monthly roundup episode. BJ's totally personalized, but also completely random horoscope. Horoscope, <laughs> an on-air reading during our monthly roundup episode. A sip of tea, a monthly reading from the shade tree with oral. Why so spicy? A monthly take on life, love, and the weird with BJ. A personal invite to the Flame On Funhouse Discord server, and of course, our undying love. Dead by dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's our $4 level. And like I said, uh, Zach is our first patron at that level. So he's going to be getting uh, a, a totally personalized, but also completely random horoscope <laughs> from BJ. <laughs> uh, Brian, do you want to take uh, six or 10? You pick. Kind of, probably cease. Uh, <laughs> cease. <laughs> the cease word. Cease six, right? Did I say it right? They did too many C's. <laughs> Easter? No. What That's is, too many C's. Are you jalapeno on a stick? What Easter is happening? on a stick. Yeah, Seaster Seeks. Okay. It's our sissy sir. Oh, thank you. Sissy sir. So I have the right number, right? C-C-C. Anyway, fuck it. Um, what's better than being a fan of our show? Being a good sissy, of course. Take your love for Flame on to the next level and bring this full tier of goodies and some brand new swag. So for this support level, you get everything we've already talked about, including podcast nuggies, a micro micro episode exclusively to Patreon. You get to pick the topic, choose from a selection of topics for the cast to discuss on an upcoming microsode. Uh, first, listen to new episodes. We put the commercial free episodes up on Sunday before they drop in your favorite podcast player an exclusive flame on postcard which i'm very excited to see uh mailed directly to you a digital copy as well of course in your email and as always our undying eternal necromatic uh, i don't know what love whatever that is the undying thing you know bye don <laughs> join us yeah join us that is our first physical swag that we are giving away is our postcard. We are in the process of getting uh, commissions done and we are going to design a postcard that will be mailed out. And if you choose not to uh, have physical mail to your home, uh, a digital copy will be sent to you as well. So you can have that for uh, digital eternal uh, keepsakes. So be sure to let us know if you would like the physical copy mailed to you and we will, but I'm excited to see like, Flame on swag, get mailed out. All right. And our final tier, this is the $10 level. It is the house of 10 or the house of X. 
And this is it. There's nothing better than being part of our chosen family. And at this level, we will officially have you join the House of X. Come to Mother Darling and collect your trophies. <clears throat> Perks. So you're going to get everything that the boys have talked about before. And including these lovely extra perks. You get an exclusive limited edition, one of a kind flame on enamel pin. And let me just tell you the mock-ups are stun. I absolutely gorge. I, I am so fucking excited to get these pins made and have them sent out to our patrons and us, because we're getting them also, because, you know. Hell yes. <laughs> yes, that's how all do. of them. That's how it do. And um, I would just like to give a shout out to Danny Haas for some of uh, some of the inspiration. Not only is it the, his design that he did that we commissioned from him, but uh, some of his pin work has also inspired the, some little extra bits that we are doing with our pin. So thank you, Danny. Uh, so that pin will be coming out. And then just as a heads up with the pin and the postcard, it will be after three months of your support at that level, uh, just because it takes time to get things produced and made, and then they will be shipped out. So don't expect it right away. And it is a one-time uh, perk with that tier. There may be things that come up, you know, maybe some variants that come up that we'll, we'll send out as well as, uh, you know, down the line, but those will come in a, in a few months. And by and variants, that, we mean misprints. So yes. That, that's well, <laughs> There may special be, editions. Shiny. There may be pride editions that eventually come out. There could be other things. We will call it it'll be like a Flame on Community Day, where maybe you'll find a shiny variant of the swag in your <laughs> mailbox. You never know. You might find a shiny pat hiding in the bushes. Right? There's a little pat rat. He's shiny. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and then finally, and this is I think is probably one of my favorite little things that we decided on. And special guest star where you will join the boys as guest host on uh, the show, one of our uh, roundups. You will be a guest host. You will get to join us in the recording and be a part of the conversation. So check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash flame on show. And uh, if you would like to support us, then choose one of those levels. They are listed as new, new tiers. And the other ones uh, show that they'll be being retired on uh, August 31st. So just take a look at those and feel free to subscribe. And then you can check us out on our social media at flameonshow.com. Brought to you by Skillshare or whatever. (laughs) 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 If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, my God. Has anybody else watched the WeWork documentaries? No. There's one on Hulu and there's one on Netflix that's part of another series. If you have not heard about WeWork, go look these up. They are fascinating. It is amazing. Anyway, so... Now, actually, what? here's my question when it comes to the new Patreon stuff. When are we doing Eric's spoken word album? And when are we also doing our, our calendar? Oh, my God. Because we still need to do a calendar. Those should oh be stretch God. goals. It or needs to happen. <laughs> I think that's the wrong system, but you get the idea. I was going to say, um, is it is it like uh, when we send messages to our, our followers and they can unlock it for an extra like $15? <laughs> Oh wait, and no. That, is that OnlyFans? That bad. sounds dangerously like OnlyFans, oh and I'm totally God. here for Flame on OnlyFans. Like. We've talked about it. No, we had that thing where there's a game that's like got sex in it, so you can't stream it on Twitch. And I was going to set up an OnlyFans. Oh, to that's right. Stream that. You, uh, you were you were asking about that in, in our in our personal group chat, and I was sitting there like, where could you? It's 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 a we thing can, that might happen in the future. We'll see. But we can totally I totally do, do that go. on OnlyFans. We 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 have we have more than paid our keep for this. I want to go back around. I want to talk to any and all things from the last 10 years that you like if you had to pick one moment and it could be personal, it can be uh, you know, cultural. What is that one moment for you in queer pop culture that really changed everything? One like, moment in time. <laughs> It's, I had to do the Whitney. Oral isn't here. I had to do it for him. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So I, uh, we don't have to go back around in the same order. I feel like who who who's got that thing that they know without even thinking? Oh, it's this moment. Like, tell me, tell me, somebody, tell me what that moment is, Jeff. So um, Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal to me was like. That show that I started out watching because I liked the the basics, like the basic story of like Red Dragon and everything and the book and everything, and with Hannibal Lecter, I did not expect at all to start shipping hardcore uh, <laughs> Hannibal and uh, oh and what the heck is his name? Will no. Will. Will Will Graham and Will yeah. Graham by that... season three, by the finale of season three, that last moment when they yeah. Um, that, but at that's the end of it, the, that was like that's the toxic relationship I want right there. Top right. tier. That is the top tier toxic relationship. You I want have. a Mutually assured destruction through passion. You want yeah. a boyfriend that will drug you so mm -hmm. bad that yep. you think you're seeing a clock draw. You can't draw a clock anymore. You want a boyfriend that will convince you to be a serial killer and eat people. That's what One, you want. One hundred. Did you break into BJ's house and read his diaries? <laughs> that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> I don't even need to do that. That's the sad thing. But honestly, though, like I love the fashion sense from that show too, and the design aesthetic, especially when I had not seen Brian Fuller. I had known him from Pushing Daisies, and you know, uh, from uh, Dead Like Me. But I had never seen him in person. But I saw Hannibal Lecter in those fantastic suits, and then you see Brian Fuller in any kind of like public appearance. Like, oh, he's dressing Hannibal up as himself. 
Yeah. I want <laughs> all those suits. He's dapper. For, for Very sure. dapper. So yeah, um, that was my queer moment. Who else? Who oh, else has got for, one? For me, it was the Game of Thrones premiere. Because uh, that was major fantasy storytelling done on TV. Um, which everyone across all culture started paying attention to fantasy in a way they hadn't before. Um, and so what was the queer part wanted... of it? Was it the part where uh, Cersei, not Cersei. Um, oh, baby. Danny gets in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, where's the queer element in game of Thrones? I'm asking only as a, um, as a question. I have no idea. Renly and his night boyfriend. Yes, thank you. I, I knew there was something. I just couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, the night, the night of the, he was known as the night of roses. Yes, Loras. Loras. Yes. yes. Oh my god, I love Renly. That did, that was the guy who went on to play Iron Fist. <laughs> that is. It was. Oh my god, that was yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't ran. think about that. Oh my god. I still kind of like that show. So I mean, y'all can at me, but I still kind of <laughs> like Iron Fist. All right, it wasn't the worst of the Netflix shows. <laughs> Yeah, but that was probably Defenders, but I mean, it, it's a very low bar. Very Renly. Low bar. Renly could have gotten it. He, uh, we have, we have uh, Melody down here and uh, on on YouTube. <laughs> You're right. Renly could get it. A hundred percent for me. For me. I mean, others. I don't. Uh, I'm not so big into Loris, but Renly. Yes. Um, so who else? Who else? Who else? BJ, oh, you got Shira. one. Uh, actually, oh, yeah. yeah, Jared, Shira. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sorry to jump in. <laughs> oh no, Shiro is probably the gayest thing I've seen in my life. Oh yes, no, oh, yeah. I, 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 I bawled my eyes out in the, you know, the, the, the series finale. <laughs> I, you know what? I went into that show being like, I want to be Catra, and then I went to be like. <laughs> No, I want to be Double Trouble. Double Trouble is who I want to be nah, more than nah, anything nah. in that show. Shadow, Shadow Weaver's me. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, oh you're God. Shadow Weaver. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, BJ, what you got? Oh, for me, um, for me, honestly, I think it's got to be um, just within the past uh, couple years. Um, uh, led the Legends of Tomorrow. Um, because they they've never shied away from their queer element. They went full balls to the walls with, uh, with Sarah uh, and her bisexuality. And they went full on with Constantine's bisexuality and they were never, um, uh, they were never shy about it. And then in that same vein, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pilfer something Eric just threw up <laughs> uh, Steven universe as well. So, so oh. t television, Television um, in general has been very queer inclusive within the past like three, four years. And I, none of the stories have suffered from it. Like, like Jared said with Shira, like, yeah, TV, TV's gay. It's, it's TV's gay. so gay. And it's not changing anytime soon. We haven't talked about it because we haven't done a weekly or monthly or whatever roundup, but has everybody seen the Blues Clues Pride Parade that Nina West mm -hmm. sang? I did. Yes. I oh, was shocked. My God, if you have not, and we'll post a link up on the Facebook uh, if we haven't already, this is the most inclusive pride parade I think I've ever been to, much less that I've ever seen depicted. And it is a kid's show on PBS, is my understanding yeah. of where... Nickelodeon. Uh, no, oh, it's Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Okay, Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's Nick Jr. too. That's their oh. block of programming for like three-year-olds to like 
eight-year-olds. Well, and I will say this. I mean, Blue's Clues has been on for years. Mm-hmm. I think my, like, I think I did my 20th birthday party as uh, Blue's Clues themed. Like, that's how Ooh, fucking what? old the show is. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was also that person. Let me just say. Because I fucking love Blue, all right? But Blue, Blue's Clues, I will tell you this. It straight up has been one of the first, like, one of the first kid-centric shows that said fuck, like, gender norms and, like, Blue for girl or blue for boys and pink for girls because blue is a girl, and then they brought on Magenta, who I think is Blue's sister as well, and is a girl or Blue's brother, and is like is a pink dog, but is it like it's just, it's like a, a whole stripping away of like the whole pink and blue stereotype for gender, mm-hmm. and that's twenty fucking years. Like it's Blue's been around for a hot minute and is amazing, so it does not surprise me that they would do something like this in the slightest bit and the fact that nina west is involved is even better like nina is doing nina is doing so much to help shape the future generation the youngest generation right now in doing the story time readings uh digitally in doing all of these promotions and these crossovers working with dolly parton and doing like the uh uh the love is kindness uh collaboration with dolly and all of these these uh collabs that, that nina is doing are phenomenal so i can't wait to see it i've just i haven't had time but it does not surprise me in the slightest no it's 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 definitely worth watching um pat do you have any specific thing i know i was i was going to do steven universe if you or bj <laughs> did not so i'm glad one of you did uh I am so horrible at like trying to remember things. Like I can't remember what I like watched. Um, I think one of the biggest like changes or biggest uh, queer things in the pop culture zeitgeist for better or worse, especially somewhat for the worse lately has been drag race. Um, Just because the, the absolute rise of drag into the mainstream and maybe too far into the mainstream has been incredible to see over the last um, 10 or 12 years. Um, but on top of that, really a show that has it has um, subtle queer undertones to it is uh, The Good Place. And that was something that when it premiered, Oral was all about. And like, I know we hadn't watched it at that point. And then we started like kind of binging the first couple of episodes that were out. I think the first four or five that were out. And it became probably my favorite show in the last like five or six years to the point where like I will uncontrollably sob during the finale. Like it is just so incredibly powerful and moving um, for a show to really hinge on like real morality and real morale, uh, morality issues and discussion and philosophers. Um, and to have that, that kind of queer undertone with Eleanor and Tahani, which is the absolute cutest thing in the world. Cause first of all, Kristen Bell, fucking everything she's amazing she's adorable and just like exudes the most amazingness like just this energy and this aura about her and then jamila jamil um who eventually came out as part i I believe is pansexual Mm -hmm. um as part of the lgbt community and had like just just has this way about her and for that to be her first acting role uh she was brilliant as tahani and then to see um her like come into doing legendary and being a driving force behind getting that show produced and, and put on screen. And now in its second season with some really spotty judging. And apparently this last episode really bad judging, according to uh, my Twitter thread and my Twitter feed, 
but I haven't watched it, so I can't I can't speak on that just yet. But my my uh, favorite my favorite line from The Good Place will always be the simple when uh, when Eleanor uh, looks at Chidi and she goes, "You're bisexual, aren't you?" And he goes, "No." She's like, "It's twenty. She's she's like, it's 2018. She's like, "Be bisexual. What's wrong with you?" And I was like, <laughs> like the like the bisexual visibility on that show is everything to me because like I have friends who are bi and they don't feel that represented in the community and that show made them feel so loved and just the comedy around it was just so well done you know just the moments where she's just like hold on I legit might be into Tahani I'll have to come back to that at some point you know I I mean one of her afterlives because uh I think it was season two the opening of season two (laughs) where Michael is resetting it like 800 more times or 800 and 13 more times and it goes through the cycle of like her who her soulmate is and one of them is Tahani and it's like that's exactly where I needed to be could we just stop there can I I wanted to see like some flashbacks of that you know afterlife but can I throw this I'm gonna can I throw something out there that is maybe we don't need to necessarily dive into it completely but because it is pride month um now that we are are gaining more understanding of the fluidity and the less binariness of gender and you know as sasha Valor instructed us uh gender is a construct and we must tear it apart um do we think it might be time to switch out the b in our acronym to the p as in pansexual to just kind of incorporate that 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 fluidness versus the binary because when you say bisexual, you're just incorporating, you're just saying it as a, as a gender binary, where pansexual is is anywhere on that spectrum, and, and the attractive the attraction to the person, not the gender. I was, I, it's just something that I, I I have been thinking about in the last couple of days, and that's you a know. really interesting insight, and I had never thought about that. But honestly, the bi versus pan distinction is sort of like complicated and like you have to really unpack all the you know whatever but i i think that's a very valid change i don't know i don't know who we petitioned this uh, <laughs> I, for and, but and i mean i'm i'm gonna put this out if, if you're listening out there and you are and you consider yourself by it's not an attack it's not a, a a matter of me trying to be like well your ident- what you identify as is invalid um but it's just it, it was something that i thought was curious because we are kind of growing in our understanding of the world and people in general. And I'm like, so, I mean, a, per- a person who is bi technically falls into the pansexual spectrum because they're attracted to both ends of this spectrum, but that also incorporates what, you know, pansexual person is. They just maybe find attraction in more shades of that, that, you know, that spectrum. So I just, as I, I figured, you know, maybe it's something to, to chew on and think about as we, you know, move into pride month and uh, make sure that we, embrace the members of our community who do uh consider themselves either bisexual or pansexual because they are members of our community and uh, deserve to be at pride and celebrate pride just like the rest of us joshua what do you have well i don't have a way to like take down the the system of (laughs) why not system like like, mick told us to do uh, yeah what's your favorite thing the past 10 years and he's like (laughs) (laughs) tearing down the patriarchy that's my favorite thing um 
I'm, I'm going to try and not be a, a downer when I say this, but actually uh, probably the biggest, most significant moment uh, in the past 10 years for me was finally getting a gay character in Star Wars. Um, and it was only for like one second, uh, a blink and you miss it kiss that was edited out in some foreign versions. And then I think that same couple, that lesbian couple were holding hands in the background in another shot. And that's like all we got, which is honestly insulting, but you know, at the same time, uh, as you know, we've mentioned Drew um, Leinenen a couple times, and you know, he he was you know my best friend, and he was one of the people killed at Pulse, and he was on the show. We've we've talked about that a couple times. So as we're reflecting on these ten years of Flame on, he's a very special part of that to me that he came on and and talked about Star Wars, and I think he came on for another episode as a guest to talk about Doctor Who. I think it was, yep. and yep. um. Yeah. And, uh, but no, a big thing he and I always talked about was queer representation in media. And we always asked ourselves, like, will we ever get it in Star Wars? And his joke was always, well, we have C3PO and R2D2. (laughs) 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 And they're in every movie. (laughs) Um, So there's always that. But, you know, for as little as it was to get that tiny little kiss in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker in episode nine you know, it did mean a lot to me. And I, yeah, I, I broke down and cried in the theater just because I thought it would never happen. And, you know, and just personally, it had meant so much to me and Drew to like, you know, I wish he could have, you know, been around to see it. But yeah, that's always been special to me. And and now my argument is, you know, Star Wars is like the biggest franchise maybe like ever, you know. Um, and if they can have a gay character, then why can't your movie or show or story or whatever? There's no excuse. No, because you're right. Star Wars went from this sort of cultural phenomenon that was just Lucas to Disney-owned cultural phenomenon that is Disney. And it 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 the fact that they did anything at all was like, okay, it's great. Um, but like I said, like like you said, I I cried. I had I had a moment. I was like, oh my god. Um, and and mostly because of Drew and his his memory. I mean, he didn't just do the episode he did the album art for that episode i still have that oh picture. yeah uh, i um, love that so much i love that so much it, it means yeah. the world to me and you know when when pulse happened which is coming up on its what third four five years Fifth. Fifth? Fifth anniversary yeah i i mean pat and i like just were horrified and just in shock just sitting there watching the news and mostly because drew's mother was so front and present in the in the interviews just desperate to find out any news of, of everything. So, I mean, that whole everything around Drew and Star Wars and Pulse and and and, and just, it, it all is such a nexus for me as well. So, um, uh, you know, is it enough? No. And do we want more? Yes. But over the last 10 years, I can say, clearly there has been a progression. Even if we've had a little bit of a regression with the Trump era, um, you look at like Steven universe as sort of a, a midpoint almost. And that didn't just push queer representation in like the gay and lesbian. It went by pan NB trans, the whole nine and just threw gender out the window. And that was such a huge moment that I, I have to you know say that to me, that's one of the, the watershed moments of the last 10 years, but ever since everything that has come of it, whether it's, um, transparent. That was a big part of it. Even if, you know, there's a little bit of an issue with, uh, the lead actor from that, um, fun home, Alison Bechtel's amazing personal story about growing up queer. And then that becoming a Broadway hit musical, 
uh, another huge moment uh, for us. Janelle Monet and Pat, I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, your favorite. Uh, yeah, you have tattoos of lyrics like like Janelle as a very out queer performer. Push that envelope. As, Lil a, Nas free ass, X. as a free ass motherfucker. Uh, Lil Nas X even more recently and all the stuff that, that they've uh, he's been doing uh, blowing up all of these representational things. I'm so a- mad at her. She's phenomenal and I'm breaking all these fucking boundaries and that neck lick on uh, SNL fucking fierce, but I'm still mad at her. <laughs> Why are you mad? She stole, she stole the, she stole uh, Mariah Carey's uh, oh my God. record was- for longest reign at number oh. one once we day from 1996 i knew it was going to come back to mariah carey it always all the i mean she passed the torch and i mean if if the queen says so that's fine but i'm still i can still hold a grudge having out performers in the country music space like lil nas x and uh orville peck oh my god those are huge for for representation in that area right much less our dear friends like drake jensen and uh, Glenn Stewart, who have dabbled in, then you know Drake more so in country. Like you know, having those performers in those spaces is amazing. And can uh, you say? Can you say? Can you say Lil's name again? Lil Nas X. Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Nas. You say it's so white, and I love it. <laughs> Listen, I've been working on Nas. I've been working on my Japanese accent. I haven't had much chance <laughs> now, to work on my non-white. Now, Brian, now, Brian, because I always have to bring it back to this. Uh, oh, um, who was Oral's friend? Who came onto our podcast twice? Whose name you could never <laughs> remember, and it was fantastic because you called him every J name. You called him Jared. I you called him Joshua. You called him Joey. You called him Jeff, and it was the best thing ever. Yes, his <laughs> friend Joseph, who's in Atlanta now. Joseph is amazing. I follow yes. him. I, we, we haven't chatted or whatever in a long time, but I love Joseph. But but let me ask Joshua, because you, you appreciate this, Pat, as well. Is it a nightmare, a personal nightmare for you to forget very basic facts about the person you're interviewing, including their name? <laughs> then you, you invent reasons not to say their name. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's my that's see that's my top notch entertainment right there. It right there and be like oh because you know you know what they're doing like you've done it and now you know what they're doing so sometimes I will totally watch Brian and I'll just sit there and be like look at look at this bitch look at what he's oh, doing. Another <laughs> great uh, totally oh. to, to move away from me the, another great topic uh, pose another great ten last ten years and they just wrapped their uh, series up recently. Uh, uh, did it finish? Yeah, yes. it just the last episode oh, okay. came out. But Pose is amazing. And honestly, I'll go beyond Pose. I'll say Ryan Murphy. And again, there are some issues <laughs> with whatever. But Ryan Murphy as a queer producer, writer, creator, showrunner, whatever, I mean, has produced some of the most consistently queer and amazing, like historically rooted, if not straight out historical um of shows in the last 10 years even all the way back to pose american horror story scream you know all of that like so i will give ryan ryan murphy that credit for sure glee was a moment (laughs) in time and it has aged horribly oh well sure but i mean when it was on a lot of people um it it was the foot in the door that show yeah it was the foot it was the foot in the door and and any producer and any creator is going to have missteps when you have a ledger that big. 
I mean, he, I mean, he's he's trying to get. I mean, he's almost the Shonda Rhimes of TV at this point. Uh, honestly, he he almost is. He's getting there, but like different. Just with the sheer number of shows that he's done and produced and directed, he's got his fingers in every pot, just he, like Shonda does. He doesn't point. just make queer content. He brings in queer creators like Janet Mock, um, and I know there's at least one other Our one Lady of his. J. Yeah, and there's uh, other, but but let's not talk about um about uh, a little bit of a breakdown at the the rap party or the, oh. the premiere party where <laughs> it was where some of the behind the scenes stuff was being called out, which falls uh, squarely <laughs> on Mr. Ryan Murphy's shoulders. So I mean, yeah. I will give him credit for maybe purchasing the rights or bringing these things forward, but I will give all of the credit to the people who actually create and produce and put the stuff out because the stuff that he's responsible for tends to be shoddy as fuck. So um, I don't agree with that at all. Cause Hollywood is one of, uh, he was very involved in Hollywood, which I think is still an amazing piece of art. A and broken clock is right twice a day, Brian. Listen, what's the new one with, what's the new one with, what's uh, with, um, with uh, Obi-Wan, um, the, 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 the husband Hals- of Halston or Halston. Halston. Halston, I, I haven't finished it, but I really like Halston so far. So I'm just going to say, I, I, I'm going to give Ryan Murphy more credit than fault. I mean, not to say he has no fault. He has fault. Have you watched American Horror Story? <laughs> American Horror Story, that's whatever. Like, this, this is whatever. Anyway, all I'm saying is yes, yes. And thank you, Daniel. You're right. It's kind of one of those things when you just keep showing up. <laughs> we have been there for so many milestones uh, yeah. because we just don't know how to stop. So thank you for acknowledging that. Uh fault in our personality thank you thank you not rodolfo <laughs> yeah, <not Rodolfo. laughs> um who did i miss everyone did everyone share their their queer moments i mean i kind of threw a bunch out i don't know i think we got it but yeah, what else what else before yeah, we wrap because ryan yeah. i actually did want to say um when we were talking about names we had mentioned this in passing but remember when i first started the show i would i went by the question instead of uh my actual name because at the time I worked for in a very like conservative industry and was afraid. I don't know if my boss Google searched me and found the podcast and heard me saying these scandalous geeky gay things that I might, you know, get fired or something. Um, and that, uh, but then yeah, everyone still just called me Josh at least 70% of the time. Anyways, <laughs> I think there was one minute where I asked that they, t- you know, the editor take care of that. I, I, I don't know if, who, it, I think it was, was it you at the time, Brian? Yeah. Um, yeah. The editor. <laughs> we'll take, we'll take, the editor will take that out and post. I, it's I, fine. I think you put like a duck quack in every time somebody said uh, Josh on accident. And there were so many duck quacks that eventually it was whatever. And we just kind of <laughs> forgot I about I still it. missed one at the end but, or something. But, but the reason I bring it up is that eventually I came around and realized that, you know, I don't really care what they think and the consequences be damned. I'm going to be myself because I had come out, you know, I was maybe a little later than most people, but when I was 19, but as far as like coming out in like a professional way, like publicly and like on the internet and stuff, it wasn't until that episode of, of flame on where I finally said, you know, Hey everyone, I know I've been going by the question to little success. Um, but, uh, my actual name is Joshua Yale and I want to put it out there. So that was like a big moment for me that happened on flame on that I just wanted to, to share while, while we're reflecting. I love that you had that commitment and given that we both worked in the same industry and I was sitting there like, 
Yeah. But, but <laughs> I, was so I naive. really tried my best to not screw that up and totally screwed that up so many more times. And uh, yeah, you were, you were very patient with us for that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fine. But one person actually still does call me Q to this day. Cause he met me back then, oh, which, I, which oh. I find funny. <laughs> So, so yeah, before, before we get ready to kind of close things out, I do want to, I do want to tell Brian and Pat, put, get those boxing gloves on because I am, I have come up with a, uh, uh, episode of that's what I call gay life, which has spun out of Jared, one of Jared's, uh, old projects, the crown of Narcissus, uh, that we were going to do that we, we had, we had, we had done like two episodes of it. We did like four or five. Um, yeah, we did like four or five, but I've kind of spun uh, a series called That's What I Call Gay Life out of it. And I definitely want to get into the meteor bits of representation and kind of the future of what we want to see a bit more, just because there are missteps. And sometimes a company <laughs> Disney, um, might be doing something, you know, that they may think is progressive when it's really just somewhat coming off as superficial. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, you know, to hold on, hold on to, hold on to those, uh, to those, uh, Tonfa sticks and, uh, we'll, we'll get into the ring together and, and, and toss well, I, some names. I just, to, to that, I just want to say, let's, let's grab beers tonight, Queens. <laughs> just check Twitter and oh, Bud Light. I'm so bad about this. So- let's grab beers tonight, <laughs> Queens. <laughs> Okay. Let's grab beers tonight. Oh, <laughs> wow. There we go. I get it. It's I one of their it. new pride promotions, like their new pride advertisements. <laughs> um, I would love for all of our listeners to like check out our new Patreon and really sort of keep up with the things that we're getting into coming up. I hope we do more of this kind of thing, even if it's not all, you know, seven of us or whatever. Uh, I, I am really excited about the new Patreon levels. I'm really excited about getting more queer and allied perf- or interviewers, performers, uh, artists on the Rainbow Spotlight series. I am I am hoping that that is going to get back to be a more regular thing that I get to do if I don't have you know life pulling me in other directions. But I, I really thank all of you for being here with us, being together for the last ten years, in in every form, and 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 I. I say jokingly a lot of times that we just don't know how to stop doing this because, you know, we, 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 we enjoy it, but we just, we, we think it's going to do well, but I would love for more people to check this out because again, we really have a fun time uh, producing this for you guys. And it is a labor of love. We do not make money. Even the Patreon, if you think, Oh, well, that's how you're getting your, your, those dollar bills. It's like, no, no, no. Let me just tell you, Patreon does not pay for uh, any of the really uh, web hosting and content and, and, and certainly none of Pat's time, because as you probably know by now, you know, after the first, what, three or four years, I don't even remember where the handoff was, but I was the editor and producer and doing all of the stuff. And now Pat has taken it on and doing it for most of that time. And that is, that is like, gosh, hours and hours of his week that he does not get paid to do. So I want you to just- all... Just yeah. take however long the episode is and at least double it. And that's my time editing. Yeah. It's, Honest, and, and, honestly, I'm expecting Pat to leave us for like Netflix or some other production company. <laughs> no, any day is going to pick him up. For, that's, that's what for, I feel like, Josh. For the are, amount you know. of producing he does. And like part of me is just like, oh, good for her. But then the other part of me is like, shit, I've got to do something now. 
<laughs> yes, that uh, well, that, that's when Joshua left us. That was how I felt. I was like, <laughs> oh god, damn it. Well, I do want to give a shout out. We have a couple of, of last comments in there before we wrap up. Hi, Adam. Our friend Adam over in Orlando is uh, not much of a comment, but he is uh, showing that he is in the uh, in the chat. And then Daniel, uh, big props to BJ. That that now that's what I call a gay life. I came up oh, with the title, wow. but BJ really is the mastermind behind that series, and I thank him for that. Um, because that has brought a lot of in- interesting and different conversations to the podcast that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Uh, Drag is the new spandex, always an amazing time. <laughs> uh, the recaps when Oral and I and either like uh, Eric or Brian would do the weekly ones for like All Stars 2 and 3. Uh, Ginger Minge becoming basically our honorary guest host because she did so many of those episodes with us. Um, it just have been amazing. The interviews that we've done, phenomenal. And then uh, Dita Ritz, both in uh, actual Dita Ritz, who lives right down the street from me. I bought <laughs> one of her pins and it, she like, you know, the return address. I'm like, this is like three blocks from my house. Like she could have walked it over to me. I was like, I live in the same building as the Vixen. You could just drop it off if you need to. <laughs> uh, and our very own uh, Dita Bitch, Ms. Oral, uh, she's around. She's been working her bun- buns off. She might be flying away into the sky very soon. That that might be happening, coming up very soon. So we're excited for her. But she has been making them coins and working like crazy. So uh, I had a feeling he would not be here today. But we do love Oral and we we, we do miss him. And you can find him on our Patreon in the um, A Sip of Tea. My brand new episode is dropping uh, in the next day or two when I get the chance to upload them. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping with the with Ginger going back on All Star Six, maybe we can rope her into doing some, uh, even if it's not every episode, a couple like recap sort of things when uh, that airs. And we're so excited for her. Obviously, we love all our favorite queens that we've interviewed over the years. Divine Grace and her and Gidget are doing some amazing work in Orlando. Uh, they're at French Festival or the Golden Girls Live. Our Golden, Golden Gals. Gals live. Yeah, Golden Gals, sorry. Beyonce, <laughs> uh, if you're following uh, Beyonce Bear, she is doing this great uh, drag cruise. And in, in, is it the land, I guess? It's like up, up uh, the Mount, Mount Dora. Dora. It's the Dora uh, Queen, yeah. Dora Queen. And for those of you who do not know, uh, Beyonce is probably the closest person I have to my drag mother. I I did drag for Media Meltdown. And this so is, I sorry. Think, the first time I've really mentioned it on this platform uh leona theremin is my drag name and there is a video out there if it's not easily found let let us know and we'll, we'll hook you up uh it it's is fantastic it, it was quite a lovely experiment i hope to do more with leona very soon uh maybe even performing you know in person we'll see uh with the seattle opening up and some possible things but anyway it, 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 we're flame on has done so much for all of us in different weird ways that I, I really appreciate all of you being part of that and and keeping this uh, the show alive. Um, thank now, you, be- all listeners too, and watchers, and viewers. Before you sign us off, Brian, yeah. uh, Josh, Jeff, Jared, who, who do we lose? BJ. Oh, BJ just bounced out. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't y'all tell us where the uh, our listeners, watchers, fans, followers can find you on social media if they do not follow along? Uh, since you're not on our regular, you know, monthly podcasts. Yes. Let's start with Joshua. 
Hello. Yes, you can find me um, on Twitter at Joshua Yale. Last name is not spelled how it sounds. It's Y E H L. Don't ask me why. Um, also, I'm just getting into Instagram. I know it's like ten years late, but uh, it's Joshua Joshua uh, underscore Yale over there. Um, hit me up, follow me, and uh, and then of course you can also find all the work I do for my job on IGN.com, and I you know creatively write, host, and produce. Uh, a, a new show, the Entertainment Fix, uh, where we talk about you know what the big, you know, much like on Flame On, the big uh, uh, nerdy news uh, that's happening. Uh, you know, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, all all that good stuff. So come come say hello and check me out. Thanks, bye, love you. I love I love anytime <laughs> you put out. Thank you. <laughs> anytime there's a new segment, anytime there's a new YouTube video, I've subscribed to IGN, and every time I see your beaming face on there, I'm so proud and so happy, and it just it just fills me with such joy to to see you doing all these amazing things. And I, I love it. And I, I hope you keep doing it forever and ever. And you keep meeting cool people. So. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I owe so much to you. So thank you, Brian. Uh, Jeff, what about you? I mean, I, I don't really exist on social media in any kind of professional capacity. You're doing a podcast. Maybe some, maybe sometimes. sometimes I'm flirting with pod. I'm, I'm flirting with the idea of a podcast. How about that? <laughs> I have some, some initial, uh, like performance episodes, but not ready for the light of day. Um, so yeah, if you're friends with me, if you're related to me, then you know where to find me. If not, uh, it's probably for the best. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very healthy, modern way to look at it. Jared, what about you? Oh, I'm not as active on social media as of late. Um, I still post to Instagram every once in a while. And so I go by sketch forge and that's all one word. I really enjoy when you do put out new sketches and then seeing again, how far you have come and evolved as an artist. It's, Thank it's pretty you. cool. Yes. Yes. And yes. I'm excited. I know you do a lot of projects that people will never know you for, but I think you do some amazing oh, uh, work. Thank you. I hope that continues and it's probably more lucrative. And <laughs> I, I will say though, that I am on one project right now that once I'm able to talk about it, I won't shut up about it. <laughs> <gasps> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> And then uh, we'll we'll do our cast. Uh, we'll start with BJ. Where are you at on the the socials and the twitches and all the things? Well, BJ is figuring out his camera. Uh, uh, Eric, what about you? Um, well, as far as on socials, I don't really post anything of note, um, but certainly follow my Twitch, and one day I will premiere there. Uh, it's uh, generic with a K underscore games there. The link's right there on your screen right now. Um, and you'll be there from the start. You should subscribe to Eric's <laughs> Twitch so he has a financial incentive to go live soon. Uh, BJ, <laughs> did you figure out your, uh, you good now? Uh, more or less. I'm, I'm on my phone now. I don't know. Our internet's being wonky today. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, where are you at on the social? Hold the mic away from your face. Don't swallow don't the mic. It. Where, where um, are you at on the socials? Uh, so I'm on Twitter at BJ, BJ's Brain Stuff on Twitter.com. I am PupBJ on Twitch. And um, other than that, I usually manage uh, the flame on social media. So a good chunk of the time, it's me. The, I'm the one that's uh, making all the jokes and throwing stuff at you. Um, it's all in lowercase. It's him. <laughs> if it's uppercase or has some sense of grammar, it's probably one of us it, either it's, it's, or... 
it's something I probably typed at a stoplight because I just realized. So I appreciate it, though. Honestly, (laughs) Pat and I, other than the two of us and then Joshua way back, it has been hard to find people to stay on top of the socials. And Oral dabbled with Twitter for a while, but you've definitely been cranking out some good content. So I appreciate that. Uh, Pat, what about you? I am Pat underscore Dubear, D-A-B-E-A-R, on just about everything. Uh, I'm also Bears underscore in the city on most social media platforms. Uh, my link tree is, you know, link tree, link tr.ee forward slash Bears in the city or link tr.ee forward slash Pat Bear, And that has all the links to uh, my socials and both business and uh, personal. And uh, I'm on Twitch as well, uh, Bears in the city and Pat Bear. Uh, you can find all of our Twitch links on our website, flameonshow.com. And there is a link tree, linktr.ee forward slash flameonshow that has uh, all of that same link information that you would find on flameonshow.com, all in one handy dandy link tree. Um, and you can watch me on Wednesday nights do digital game night. And I think I'm going to start uh, streaming uh, my first ever run through of Super Mario Galaxy. I'm toying with that idea as uh, my, my, my Twitch... Nice. Uh, my Twitchness and like getting into actually like playing games on Twitch instead of just hosting <laughs> game night, you know. I love that. It's it's really a lot of fun to watch gamers. I never thought it would be as exciting, but it's I've definitely gotten more into it and done some myself. And I know BJ does that creepy oh. fucking weird game that I can understand. Um, <laughs> oh, but I gave you nightmares. I see how it is. You do, you do. It's true. <laughs> so I also am on Twitch. Uh, some of you may be watching it on my Twitch channel, Flame on Brian. I do Monday Rainbow Spotlights with Queer Creators. This coming Monday, we have Zan Christensen from Northwest Press to talk about Pride and Northwest Press's history and Zan's work and sort of some of the cool stuff he's getting back into and sort of restarting uh, with his podcast that he's done for a long time with different interviews. Uh, so yeah, it'll be great. That's Monday at six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern flame on Brian at Twitch. And I also occasionally dabble with some Japanese language learning stuff and occasionally final fantasy and Fortnite. Cause why not? You know, I, I like playing video games too. So uh, flame on show again is on our, all these socials are on our website, flameonshow.com. Please go check us out. The Patreon. We really hope and it's, you know, thankfully now that the economy is maybe doing better and people are working, whatever. If you've got a few extra dollars, even if it's the most basic level, check out our... Oh, that's SoundCloud. That's SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what telling me. So, so we, Patreon. we didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Fame on Show. We have, we're really, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it really helps pay the bills and keep us comfortably able to do this show, which I hope you guys appreciate. And we really do. Thank you for checking us out and listening and being a part of this. This is really special. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be back in very soon on your podcast feeds and on all these socials with more stuff. So, uh, you know, until then, flame on. (sighs) Oh, no. All right, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.